You are listening to episode 29 of the On the Wrong Lead podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at wrong underscore lead, youtube.com slash on the wrong lead, and visit our website at on the wrong Help support On the Wrong Lead by signing up for AM Wager and earn 10% back up to $500 on all exotic and win bets made in your first 30 days. Use our link in the podcast notes. You can also support us by buying a t shirt or other merch at on the wrong So, Chase, the people asked. And they're going to get what they wanted. We are coming out of retirement. Well, not really retirement, but kind of, uh, I think all of us kind of had a little bit of burnout after, uh, after Breeders' Cup. I know you, uh, you kept strong with Belmont and then, uh, you know, kind of rolled into Aqueduct, but you've been, you've been pretty much a one or two track guy, you know, since, uh, since the summer ended. Um, and I know like myself, Caleb, even Mark, we've been pretty, pretty burned out on the horses so we we took a took a step back here for almost uh a little less than two months and we're gonna do some end of the year stuff but uh it's good to talk to you again man like we, we we've probably only talked a hand talked on the phone or online a handful of times since uh under breeders cup how are you how are you doing i'm doing okay i'm doing okay it seems like uh, anytime we talk it's mostly to complain about our very salty friend but yeah yeah we're uh i'm, I'm doing all right i'm uh I'm on a uh, 11 day hiatus from uh, racing since uh, Aqueduct uh, packed it up until New Year's Eve. Um, hoping whenever they start running again, I can try to try to pad what's been a profitable year for for uh, horseplay. Um, probably my most profitable year for horseplay. So uh, I'm afraid that like when life gets back to normal post post 2020, that my uh, everything's just gonna go to shit. But we'll see how it how it pans out it's like everybody's everybody's getting relieved that you know we, we might be nearing the end of all this you know we got the vaccines coming out and you know uh maybe maybe there's a little bit of a light end of the tunnel and you're just sitting there fucking gripping on for dear life please yeah let yeah. this stay <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna ride this 2020 thing straight to hell that's the plan oh man yeah you uh you actually brought up um brought up a something I kind of wanted to to talk about this time. And um, I know we, we didn't prep too much for today, um, but you know, you're talking about how you're taking a little break and how this is the, you know, the, I guess the most profitable year you've had. Um, uh, the, the word professional horse player has been tossed around a little bit as a possibility in the household. It's been, um, it's been tossed. It's been tossed. It's been thrown. We've had a good catch with those, with those words. Um, but, uh, I did want to, I want to kind of talk about, you know, end of the year, right. End of 2020, you, you did, you did some good things. You did some bad things. I, I know everyone always does this, but fuck it. We'll do it too. What are your horse racing resolutions for 2021? What do you feel like you really want to focus on the most? Um, going into next year and it, to give you a little time to, to think about that I'll, I'll actually go first a little bit um, and this is something not going to be a surprise to you because we talk about this all the time um, but I mean obviously for me first first and foremost is, is bankroll management um, you know I, I I think we did a stream once and I, I put a I put a joke out there uh, if I was going to be over under like seven deposits for the weekend and somebody was like Wait, are you joking? And I was like, no. I was like, twenty five dollars at a time. It just happens sometimes. And uh, so you know, you and I have had had some talks about that. You know, um, 
uh, I, I'm think I'm going to move more towards uh, a monthly, you know, one one go. You know, I I'll I might bet, you know, deposit twenty five or fifty to a hundred dollars a weekend sometimes, and if I do that, you know. I'll do it like twenty dollars at a time, and that's just I just feel like I just end up bleeding money that way, you know. I mean, I, I don't pay deposit fees, or so like to me, like it's just, um, you know, whatever. I, I just do the ACH, and it just disappears. But, um, I think, you know, you, the way you kind of brought it up is it has to be more business like. It has to be more, you know, hey, you know, all right, here is your, you know, three hundred dollar deposit for the month. Right. And your goal is to, you know, turn that into whatever, um, but to stick to that and not um, just continuously bleed and bleed and bleed. Um, oh, w- one idea I had, and, and we can talk about this live actually, is, uh, um, you know, I do most of my playthrough Nairobats. I think uh, in Illinois, that's one of the few places that uh, will give me a rebate. Um, so I'm thinking that 90% of my play needs to go through Naira Bets, which right now it's it's close to 100%. Every once in a while, I'll get like a free deposit or a free bet offer somewhere else. And I'll take a look. Um, and then the other 10%, it'll be on either TVG or Twin Spires or, you know, one of my other ADWs I have. And that is my weekday or weeknight play. And then I save the rest of the bankroll for, hey, like, let's take a look at this Friday and Saturday cards and let, let's make some plays, you know? Um, and I, I really think what ends up happening is, um, you know, I'll have a good I'll have a good afternoon and I'll have a good morning and then uh, I'll have a couple of drinks. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> Turfway's running. Turfway, Charlestown, which nothing wrong with playing Turfway in Charlestown. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, if if you get the track and that's the track where you make money, like, sure, dude, put eighty percent of your uh, your bankroll through there. Um, I think um, uh, is it Magic? I, I know it's one of the guys from the Racing Dudes. Like, they specialize in those like small tracks. Like, uh, and spe- specifically Charlestown. I think one of them just like knows Charlestown. Um, but, uh, you know, I just don't think that's me. I mean, I, I tend to, I tend to play well at the CDI tracks at the Kentucky circuit, you know, Churchill Downs, uh, Keeneland to a lesser extent, um, and, uh, fairgrounds. I mean, those, those are, those are my tracks and, um, and as well as Arlington, if it ends up running again, I don't know. We'll see what happens this year. Um, but I just think that more of my bankroll needs to go, go through there. Um, I looked and my biggest loss track of the year was Gulfstream. And uh, I mean, Chase, if I told you that my highest handle or my like second or third highest handle track was Gulfstream, like, would you believe me? Probably not. No. Yeah. But sure enough, like that's, that's the track I lost the most at. And then it's the track that I had a fair bit amount of handle at. And it's just like, look, like, if you want to play Gulfstream on the, the couple of big days, like that's fine. I'm not. I'm never going to fault anybody for playing a track on a big day. Um, but you know, I just, I'm just, I'm just spending too much money and too much bankroll places that uh, that I just don't do well at, and I just need to focus on putting putting the money towards 
my more profitable tracks, my more profitable bets. Um, apparently never play doubles ever again because I'm a, I'm down huge on doubles when my win percentage on win or my Roy on win bets is like four times as good. Like it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, well, uh, I'm sure, um, I'll talk with Brian and Shu and, uh, yourself, uh, Mark and Caleb a little bit more, um, about that and, and maybe figure out a plan for, for bet types, but at least I, I think with bankroll management, I, I just need to really focus more on the tracks. I know I do well at, um, I forgot to mention Oaklawn. Oaklawn's another track. I actually did decent at. So, um, you know, just focus on those tracks and, and, and not, you know, spend so much, spend so much money on Turfway. Hey, if I action bet 20 bucks at Turfway on a night, okay, fine. That's whatever. But I mean, Turfway, I I looked at my handle for the month and it's just an obscene amount and an obscene loss compared to Aqueduct and Fairgrounds where I've turned a profit at both of those. So Tur- Turfway is hard right now. It's I I I feel myself to be an extremely competent handicapper and uh I cannot get the handle on Turfway. Like I I've just turned, you know, last year I played it a lot, loved it. Um, but this year can't figure it out, have given up trying to figure it out. Like I, I'm complete. if someone says Turfway, I just tuck tail and run because it's, it's a really good way to, to give away any games that I've had during the day playing, playing my, uh, my main track, my, uh, my Naira cir- circuit. Yeah. Um, and like, and it's weird cause you know, shout out to keep pounding, but I think I've seen keep pounding, you know, pull down a couple of, uh, hammering big at, at Turfway, And I'm just hammering like hammering Turfway. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh, what the hell? Maybe we got to get him on here and, and talk about it. Cause, um, I, I was actually, I was actually thinking about, um, you know, there's a couple of things coming up that we're, we're working on down the pipeline. But, uh, one of the things I was actually going to talk to you about is possibly just taking like, I know you're, you know, we're kind of taking a, or you're taking a break. I'm trying to really, really, really back off, um, for at least until after the new year. And, uh, like, I don't know, like maybe we just pick a couple nights and we just paper cap Turfway and just watch the races and see if we see something or figure something out. Because I feel like there's gotta be something there, you know, like we, we, we have to be missing something. I just don't understand. I just don't know what it is. Like I bet turf horses, I bet, you know, the, the all weather horses and it's, I don't know. I'm I'm confused. I, I think a lot of the confusion comes from their lack of a high camera angle right now. Um, I'm having a really difficult time watching, especially going like the angle that they have going into the turn. Uh, you know, or sorry, coming out of the second turn. I, I can't. I can't figure out where horses are, like how far apart they are, how much ground people are actually making up. And uh, I, I think that has a lot to do with it, but I, I mean, it's it's sheer insanity with you know how much it's paying and just how for me personally, it's how difficult it's been. Um, you know, I, I'd rather just slam chalky exact as at at at, at Chucktown instead. You know. Yeah. So you know, bankroll management, and I, I guess I you know we'll use a poker term of game selection. Um, I think two things that people can always uh, work a little better on. Um, I feel like I'm seeing the ball pretty decent. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, there's been times like where I feel like I have no clue what's going on, but I feel like at least now, like I, 
I'm handicapping a lot better and my bet structure is getting there. It's getting a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I'm just on some nights it just gets away from me where it's just like, you know, I, I, I forget that I'm not playing fairgrounds or aqueductor, you know, like, and I'm slamming, you know, $10, $15 exactas at Turfway and just like, you know, where did my money go? But yeah, but what about this? Right. What about you, Chase? What uh, what what are you what are you looking forward to for next year? Uh, on, on on improving on what what's your resolution next year? I mean, I think my resolutions are to to keep to continue doing some things that I, I feel like uh, really kind of turned it around for me this year. Uh, the first one being, um, always having a plan. Always have a plan. Always know what you want your money to go towards. Make those the plays that you you know that you're the most confident in that you're that you're going to be throwing your cash at instead of you know action betting yourself to death. And then when the race you know the race you want to play comes shows up, you're you're a little bit lighter in bankroll and you can't you know announce your presence with authority to to quote Ebby Nuke Lelouch from Bull Durham. Um, so that. Um, be calm just i know this is such a simple thing to say but i think a lot of what i've had going for me recently is just some self goddamn esteem believing in my goddamn self and uh saying when i know something i know something and not you know figuring out 10 different ways to cover different outcomes in case i i don't know it just say okay i know it this is what this is what i know is going to happen and i'm going to i'm going to slam that opinion and uh i mean just keep having fun with it i mean i've been having a lot of fun with it you know there have been times previously where i've let it stress me out where i've i've you know kind of you know taken the joy out of it and it's funny it's uh, even though i'm i'm technically technically kind of playing for a living right now um I'm I'm enjoying every minute of it. So just make sure that I stay having fun because as soon as I start putting that pressure on myself is when, when things go, go awry. So, uh, you know, to sum up, have a plan, believe in my goddamn self and, uh, have some fun. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, one thing I've noticed, um, is I feel like you've been much more narrow and, for higher base, which is something I always, you know, I, I always kind of, you know, I, I like to say, but I sometimes, uh, it's more like do as I say, not as I do. Cause then I find myself like spreading like crazy. Um, but like, yeah, it's a big difference. Like, you know, the difference between using two horses, uh, on top and, and three horses underneath versus using one horse on top and two underneath uh you know using the same three horses but just using them in different combinations i mean just being confident in that um i mean that's going to save you money in the long run uh and or make you more money because you're going to be able to increase the the base of your bet and you know i've seen you just play some straight exactas some straight uh or some one over two like you know one horse on top with two underneath and just slamming it for a ton of money and you know, being rewarded. And then heck, I, I, I even, uh, I used your, your, your own move and I just slammed a real chalky exacta for a uh, higher than normal base. And I play and, you know, I, I made as much as I would have, if I would have bet, you know, 
thrice that much to win on that horse. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of turned into my move is if I can find chalk on top and you know go one or two deep underneath and just play it for huge. Like, I mean, I, I'm at the point where I'm thinking, okay, if I bet a $100 base exacto, one, you know, one horse keyed on top of two, if, you know, it's an, you know, say a $9 exacto for a, a $1 base bet, I'm betting it for, for 200 If I get 800 900 back off of 200 well, that's a pretty good return. And I'll take that absolutely all day. Um, you know, but it's just uh, I'm betting those kind of base wagers that used to kind of just make my butthole tucker up in fear um, because I didn't, you know, I thought for some reason I, I didn't understand it as well as I did. And I mean, uh, I'm sure it comes from a little bit from just seeing the ball a little bit better. But, you know, um, it seems like I don't I don't have as much of a problem playing those anymore and i think a lot of it has to do with actually hitting them that kind of builds up the self-esteem just a little bit yeah no and and uh i think you've done a pretty good job of just you know kind of structuring your day where it's like okay hey this is my best bet of the day if it hits i will take you know a percentage of it and you know play a couple of other things that um that i like uh maybe don't exactly love but Hey, if I have the bankroll, I'm going to play these. If I don't, if I miss, I'm just done for the day. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, you know, not all of us have the ability to, to, to take said nap in the middle of the day, but you, know, <laughs> you, 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 you have that freedom and, uh, and you have assistance for that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, your, your patience and like your, your decision-making has just increased uh increased greatly um over the past it, couple of months i mean my handicapping has been good my nap taking skills have been impeccable as of late just impeccable like i am yeah, i mean you talk about hammering chalky exactas i am tearing up midday naps tearing them up yeah i uh i am not i'm i'm tearing <laughs> up a midday midday uh conference calls and uh i don't know just weird crap you just need the mute button and maybe like a ferris bueller type recording and you can you can join me in in the midday napping we'll take midday naps together long distance yeah for sure so what so next thing coming up for you is going to be um aqueduct right when that comes back up yeah, uh, Aqueduct comes back up New Year's Eve, um, so I'll focus on that, and I only have 23 more days, calendar days, not racing days, of Aqueduct, and then, um, Mama, I'm coming home, it's Oakland, it kicks off January 22nd, um, so nice, nice. It, it, pretty excited about that, it was a really, really tough meet uh, for me uh, last year, Oakland, but... You know, they were also one of like three tracks running in America. So it was just, it was, it was like the Breeders' Cup every single day. I mean, maybe not that good, of course, but like, you know, maybe like Kentucky Derby undercard every single day type good. Um, which, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it being a little bit more, a uh, little bit less competitive, a little bit, a little bit easier. Um, but, you know, I, I, that's a track that e even, 
even when I wasn't really uh, understanding it, it, all it took was some just like some a solid night of replay work to really kind of to zone me in, and I really kind of hit my stride towards the end of the meet. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that big time. Um, you know, maybe maybe by mid meet the vaccine will be so like readily available that that they'll be open to fans again i i certainly hope i'd love to see him run in person i only got to get down once uh last year um so i would like to get down this year if it doesn't happen i mean i can't complain about that too much it's just the way the world is yeah i mean it could be worse you could have been in the middle of a what was the word you were looking for? A uh, metal tube petri dish? <laughs> Fly, the flying well, virus tube. You know, the flying virus tube on the way to to Arkansas, right as they announced after they said they were not going to cancel, that they were going to cancel. Shout out yeah. to Mark. That that was like some. That was like the plot of a zombie movie that Mark was was living right there. Just let you take off, and then meanwhile the apocalypse ha- happens underneath you. It was just like he got in the air and then the world shut down. <laughs> oh, that poor son of a bitch. That salty poor son of a bitch. Well, Chase, it was good talking to you. Any anything else you uh anything else you got coming up? Uh I'm just gonna I'm gonna enjoy uh Christmas with my with my little girls. Uh June is She's not quite two yet. She'll be two in April, but she's she's of the age where, like, you know, when they're babies, it's really they they getting them to open presents isn't isn't really as fun. Like she she'll kind of get it this year and be psyched about tearing paper and and opening presents and uh, the uh, the big one. I forget her name. What is it? Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. Is it? Yeah, it's Madeline. Um. You know, we've got some cool presents for her, so I can't wait for her to to see those. And um, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited to just be a be a dad this week. Awesome! Yeah, I'm actually gonna go see my parents for like the first time in like five months. I think it's been quite a friggin' long time. But uh, Uncle Uncle Frito gonna be handing out twenties. Uncle Frito is not gonna be handing out twenties. We're gonna we're keeping it small. Uh, so it's just going to be my immediate family. Keep it small, keep it safe. You know, most of us are, or all of us are pretty much working from home at this point. So, you know, it's, it's as low risk as it could possibly get. So, but, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And then, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I are pretty much already gave each other our presents because, since everything we're home 24 7 and everything's ordered online it's like you know the box shows up and my wife's like what did you order from this makeup company that you could possibly not know what to order from i was like well it's a advent calendar so happy oh yeah my merry Merry christmas (laughs) my, my wife got her got her gift in like october because you know, the box was delivered and let's just say it was not discreet packaging. It was like a clear picture of exactly what it was on the box. It's like, well, there you go. So I had to find something like small for her to actually unwrap on, on Christmas day to go along with it. So funny story. One, uh, one year, my, uh, my, my wife, she really wanted a, like, um, 
like a handheld vacuum. She really wanted this handheld vacuum. And so I was like, well, like, like a Dyson, like, you know, like one of those like stick vacuums or like they have like the, you know, fancy ones. And she's like, no, she's like, just like a, like a dust buster. And I was like, look it, like, I, I get you and I understand you. And I know that you like practical gifts, but if my family found out that I gave you a dust buster for Christmas, I will never hear the end of it. So you are going to get the dust buster. Well, you're getting something else because I could not, this could not be your Christmas gift. Like we're, I'm just buying you this dust buster and it happens to be December. Like we are going to, I, I got to get you something else. Um, I, and I actually already forgot what else I got her, but it was, a, it was a, it was a book this. on, it was a book on hand jobs. <laughs> That's <laughs> if you got two gifts for yourself. Well, I finally, I finally, I think I, this year I, I got her a new phone. I got her a, a Pixel 4a and uh, she like normally doesn't like technology and I always buy her technology gifts because I'm just a huge nerd. Uh, you know, I, I and unlike what you think, I am an Apex legend. Um, and, uh, you know, so <laughs> I, I always buy tech stuff thinking that she's going to like it and she never does. But finally, I don't know what it was. Something about this phone, like she loves it. She loves this phone. She just like she's told me like four times how much she loves this phone. She can listen to her podcast now, and she's like, "I've never listened to a podcast before, but people tell me I should." Now I have a phone I can listen to podcasts on. She literally is just like, "I'll be up here working," and she's listening to a podcast. Like she's just like listening to podcasts twenty four seven now. Um, and she's like, "I can actually see photos. Like people send me photos, and like I can actually see them." And I'm like, I have no idea how you dealt with that other phone for so long, but yeah. So I finally, I think I finally, I finally got a good one this year. So um, probably Woot. ends a, a, a streak of bad gifts, but you know, one one year I uh, I commissioned a piece of art. Uh, it was me and my wife standing in front of our old house with our our two dogs. Uh, and it was set in a zombie apocalypse type setting, like comic book style. And the guy did an, just an awesome job with it. It was really cool. Um, and she hated it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) hated it. And, uh, I, I mean, I still think it's awesome and it's framed and everything, but, um, yeah, um, just uh i'm here to tell you uh don't commission art especially if it makes your significant other look much more boobily than they actually are i think that was a lot oh, of the turn off no. but i'll have to find you a picture it was, it was it was excellent oh that's so funny all right well if you're if you're out there listening uh let us know let us know some of your uh your fun gift stories with your significant other family, uh, as well as your but, resolutions. Yeah. As well as your resolutions for sure. If you got a good one, uh, uh, keep pounding. Hopefully you're listening and you have a good resolution and, or you send me some winners for Turfway Cause I could use some of those as in my stocking. We'll, we'll um, accept both. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just uh, wish all you guys a Merry Christmas, uh, happy new year. Um, Chase, maybe uh, we'll see what our schedules look like, but maybe we'll uh, 
maybe we'll get together next week. Uh, we will we'll try and definitely get together next week, but uh, maybe preview that uh, Aqueduct card for uh, New Year's Eve. Sounds good. All right. Well, have a Merry Christmas, and we will talk to you guys later.